serious. <laughs> nice, dude. I'm not. We're not? We're not. Oh, all right. Hold on, I'm just likes to tell jokes that could totally be serious. Well, that you're like... We're in this ginger ale. We're rolling. All right. <laughs> all right? All right, we're rolling. All right, we're rolling now. Can I start the timer? <laughs> all right. Ginger Ale, and we're back, and welcome to the Thanks for Sharing podcast. We are brought brought, brought to you by Dan Ralphs at Cherry Hill, Mitsubishi, KO Pest Control, KCD Construction, Pace Roofing, Colt Recording, Hoover Delivery Service, ERT Restoration, Black Sparrow Tattoo, Four Seasons Landscaping, (laughs) Art History, Sharky's Barbershop, Artie Realty, Bone Marrow Capital Adjustment, Santini's Grill, A-plus Insurance at Tyson and Caster, and IV Innovations. That has to be the most random group of sponsors I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Did I catch a bone marrow in there? Yeah, bone marrow. Right after after Anthony's? Yeah. You know, you get a pizza and some bone marrow. Um, (laughs) Today we got Brendan Dunnigan, which your name I have butchered several. And it's not that I don't know your name. No, you get it. You just add an Irish twang on it. Dunnigan. But a lot of people do that. I think it's just because I don't know what it is. (laughs) Every time I have brought you up on the show, which is a couple, I had to keep the momentum because you used to do a podcast called The Wizards Intern. Yeah. uh, Is that the right name or is it The Internship? No, the Wizards intern, uh, weirdly familiar to uh, yeah. to be here, which tonight. was shot here, <laughs> which was shot here, and you stole my goddamn producer. And I pushed you out. You're gone, <laughs> dude. It's mine now. Uh, um, no, but I was shouted out twice on the five episodes of that. That's yeah, true. I only had five episodes, and you were brought up almost every time. Yeah. Man. Then it's like Joe White's friends. And then that's man. when you got the idea of like, let me fucking steal this kid's uh, yeah. This kid's producer and his setup. Well, the most delightful thing ever was when I shot my special two years ago. You showed up and yeah. Davron directed it and you were like, How do you know Davron? I didn't and even I know like, you guys I was knew like, each other. How the fuck do you know Davron? <laughs> How fucking odd was that? Yeah, none of us communicated that any of us knew each other. Yeah. And just happened to run into each other and Davron's in the back like, oh yeah, I'm shooting this thing. Yeah, he definitely cool. did, dude. He is the best. He's a lifesaver. I'm nothing without him and Mark over there, you know? And yeah. He's a good guy. I mean, he's all right. He's great, man. He yeah. shot a film that you were in. Yeah. The night they knocked. Amazon Prime and yep. then other places as well, I'm hearing from Davron. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. But Amazon Prime, dude. It's pretty cool, like to flip that on and see because also the cover is me and Jack Buckley like off the movie and I'm like oh shit that's yeah. me dude did you ever say your name into the Comcast remote no I, I've tried I do you tried. pop up no no, no nothing. I pop yeah. up do you yeah for your special mm-hmm. yeah yeah it pops right up that's pretty cool yeah and I'm just like Joe White and yeah like are you a loser that's what the TV says back to me I'm like, yeah. yes thank You're like, you god damn it you I know my special. mom's maiden name is White so I got a whole family uh, of whites mm-hmm. and that's not a, a non-racial thing no it's racial but it's fine yeah. um <laughs> I, mean, they are I would white. like to say maybe we're related, but my parents are both immigrants, so I know we're probably where from. Not. My dad's from Ireland. My mom's from Argentina. Well, where do you, where do you think my family's from? True. All from Ireland. Yeah, Argentina. No, yeah, but you got you got family out there. Too. I do have some Spanish cousins. I got a couple. Nice, a couple dude. of the Gonzalez's. Shout shout out, shout out Fred. to the Gonzos. You yeah, know, they're killing it. Yeah, dude, I'm happy to have you on. We kept getting. So this is what happens with the scheduling of this thing. It's 
booked up solid and yeah. it's not me being a hot shot it's just i have so many people it's I you get being a hot shot i'm a hot shot you'll say hey can you do tuesday i'll say yeah and then you'll go no i got better people never mind yeah. can you do three weeks out i think the three times we tried something happens where either he canceled you couldn't make it or someone canceled and like last minute i was like oh can you do it? which i hate doing it last minute and getting someone yeah and i get more annoyed at the people that bailed and i'm like i feel like a fucking you know, we're not doing anything. Yeah, it's we're all not good. doing anything. Yeah. But I'm happy you finally made it. I'm here. pumped. You're back home. Yeah, I'm moving back officially the 15th. I'm at back home in this back exact home. room. Yeah, yeah. You're back in my, back my podcast home. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with a little bit of new furniture. Yeah, you're moving. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, this isn't allowed to stay here. Actually, yeah. I take it with me every week. It looks great. Thanks. It, did your uh, your tattoo artist do this? Uh, the, got a guy the girl stacy that did it she is a tattoo artist she never tattooed me but i do want her to tattoo me yeah i mean because I, I was looking at her stuff and it's just like the style i like and i was like oh, i want to get this on my back yeah please get that on your back and i'll get you on my back <laughs> let's go the fucking cover of the All night right. they not super realistic <laughs> yeah yeah let's I'll go. Get, even get the amazon fucking link Fuck on yeah it. that'd be fucking dope i'm ride or die dude i'll do let's a go. tattoo yeah you know? and my boy Corey's gonna hear this and he's like he's been saying he's gonna get a tattoo from me for months yeah Years. I want to get a couple more, dude. I just got this. Yeah, no, you got board. the hand. You went bold. That's dude, the first one, right? I know. Yeah, <laughs> right for the hand, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. I feel like you would appreciate that. I'm like, I do appreciate it. It's a big taboo thing in the tattoo community because people will get salty because they're like, you have no sleeves and you just right. tattoo. But so that's fine. So that's, this is a no, no. If you just have this and then no other, because uh, like, I got two more, they're just not visible. Yeah, I feel like what you did is pretty tasteful. It's for your dad, correct? For my pops. Yeah, yeah. So that's tasteful. You know? And I figured I was like. uh this was also, I mean, my weird mindset behind it. One, it was like, I love talking about my dad. Like if anybody sees then they ask, like, I have no problem talking about my dad, but also to get out of corporate America, this is pushing me to, I'm like, I'm getting yeah. a fuck. I'm doing it on the hand to push me to try to do, this is a pound. You see, I did it myself. Yeah. What did you say? Uh, the thug top life? says carefree. <laughs> I wish it said thug life. It says carefree, then hit or miss. Nice. Which I had to get the oar on one finger because, you know. Dude, I remember first meeting you and, I mean, you're obviously all tatted up. And Did like, I meet you during the winter? I don't know. I don't uh, know. I don't know the temperature. Because before I had these, people had no idea and they were just like, holy shit. You seem like a wild dude. That's where I was going with this. Where I'm oh. like, this guy seems, <laughs> this guy seems nuts, dude. Because it was open mics and people are crazy at open mics. Yeah. And like, I mean, some of the, and this is when we were both, you know, brand spanking new at comedy and you were talking some crazy shit. And I remember thinking like, yo, this dude seems a little bit scary. Mm -hmm. And then you talk to you and you're the nicest guy ever and yeah. turned out to be one of my favorite people. I am the biggest puss in the world. Dude. I mean, yeah, that, I got that's why we got along. So yeah. Well. I got a bunch of friends who are hard ass dudes and they're just like, he's good. He's with us. But you, you look know? like a dude that would be a hard ass dude where I'm like, I'm not going to, if you were running the light by 20 minutes, I wasn't going to say anything because yeah. I'm like, this dude's got some connections or he's, yeah. he could kill me i could run the light for 20 minutes dude. yeah i got clout like that yeah i mean kidding. you did an hour three months into comedy you yeah. could definitely do it like i was like you know how hard can it be yeah and the answer is it's pretty hard but it's not as hard as you would think you crushed it dude yeah. i i remember me dan and ryan sitting in the back going he's crushing an hour dude because like I, he's doing an hour and i feel like the funniest thing when i tell people about it i'm like that was the first attempt at it ever and also that's it you know my first <laughs> attempt at an hour ever is filmed and it's just out there forever Hey, I mean, dude, I, I definitely have a lot of respect for you for doing that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You just do it. Like, I, that's the one thing I like about you is you, I think that we both kind of in a way, like kind of try to do our own thing in certain ways and I'll dip in and out of the scene. Yeah. But like, I like that you just do your own thing. You'll shoot a fucking special, start your own podcast. Like, 
you know, you're not in there to kiss ass. Like you just do your own thing and whoever you like and naturally gravitate toward, uh, you'll hang out with. And that is so refreshing because that does not happen in the comedy scene a lot. You know what? Know? I just like nice people. So if your vibe's nice, I'm all yeah. about it, dude. Because I don't really have time for negativity in my right, life. Right, right, right. It's just wasted energy, which yeah. I've talked about countless times on here. It's just yeah. wasted energy. Yeah, man. And I'm I'm just not interested in, uh, you know, uh, unauthentic people where I'm like, just be, just be real. You yeah. Know? I try to be as real as yeah. I can be. Yeah, I mean, that's why I love it. Thank you. I love you too, buddy. I feel like we're getting, this dude, is getting intimate. I feel like I am gay. I just went from fact, six to midnight. Gay. Nice, dude. <laughs> um, so you are in Jersey City now, I Jersey guess. Jersey City now. Yeah. So yeah. You, you moved close to New York right before the pandemic. Dude, terrible, I, terrible I, idea. I moved to New York as the pandemic hit. Like literally signed the lease in March of 2020. Yeah. Moved up in May, and I've been up there ever since. Nice. But so are you moving back to closer Jersey here, or are you actually moving to Philly? I'm moving back to South Jersey, which is where I grew up. Okay. And, uh, and uh, we'll be, like, you know, going into Philly, like, just outside of Philly. Yeah. But South Jersey. And the world's opening back up, so yeah. maybe open mics will be ha – I mean, they're happening, but it's just I yeah. haven't had the – Right, right. Desire. I just got a puppy. I know you just got a puppy. Did you? What kind? Corgi. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, those, cool. those pups are cute. Yeah. They, boy or girl? Boy. What's the name? Nike. Nike? Yeah. Aww. That was his name on the website, so I couldn't change it. Dude, so my dog's original name was Garrett. My dog's name is Graham, but his original name, like, we went to this Amish family. We didn't get it from. I'm yeah. sorry. We didn't rescue him. Same. And you know what? I dealt with a lot of anxiety because I have a lot of people who are, like, dog people, and they're like, you didn't rescue him? And I'm like, I want a corgi. No one's giving one up, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, here's my view, and I have a bit about it in my act now, not to, like, do my act, but, you know, people are like, you didn't rescue him? I'm like, I rescued him just from that weird-ass Amish family that was keeping him captive because, like, they're already making them someone's got to buy them so i bought this guy and then i remember we went in there and uh we already had the name graham picked out because we saw his picture and like his color and stuff and then he was coming around the corner and the guy's like oh here comes gary now his name is gary i'm like i kind of wanted to keep it though how yeah, funny is Gary's that a good name. that's a funny dog i thing. like people names for dogs yeah it's great yeah it's yeah. the best so we were uh, mark has two dogs it's sam and jackie yeah which i'm just like that's great <laughs> yeah huh no i'm talking about uh you guys play oh, Mortal yeah. Kombat? wow changing it up yeah wait so uh so nike nike how old uh he's like six months oh man yeah, yeah. graham is eight months yeah they're little terrorists dude it's the best so i feel like i was literally albert davis hit me up the other day and he's like oh, do, he's like you do comedy still you're going out tonight and i was like no because i feel bad like my parents aren't home with the dog but i feel bad because he's a lot it, it is so a I'm lot, just dude. like i'd rather not and then and it's not even them, like it's me getting home late because he's yeah. in his cage because they want to go to bed. Right. And then if I walk in, he starts crying, yeah. which he's great in the cage. He was yeah. a nightmare the first week. Like Dude. everyone was losing sleep in my house and it was like a war with everyone. First couple of weeks that we got the dog, there was a thought where I was like, what did I do? Because it was, and especially we're in an apartment building on the sixth floor yeah. and he was going out every 20 minutes, dude. So like, it's not, you just, you can't let him out in the backyard. Had to go down the elevator, pick him up, bring him out. And now he's great. Like we have the little system where we have the bells on the doorknob and he yeah. just rings every time he's got to go out. So smart. Yeah. Super cute. Mine's smart, but he's also an idiot. So at the same time, <laughs> yeah. Like he eats rocks and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. But that he also knows what he's doing. Dude. Yeah. He steals everything. Really? Yeah. He steals. But it's cute though. You're like, all right. So keep the way it. our house is set up, it's like two recliners and yeah. a couch. And my mom usually is on the couch. Yeah. So both TV remotes, her cell phone, <laughs> and her glasses are there. He will take any of them and just run <laughs> into the backyard with them. Yeah. So just bury them. 
He doesn't bury him. He just walks away with just, him. And yeah, then just puts he can't him on catch him because he's so low to the ground and fast. And yeah. he's like, Jesus. He's a little agile guy. Yeah, he's a little agile. He has no legs. I mean, he literally has yeah, them. They're but like they're two, just, two, yeah, two they're little stumps. I'm like, I'm like this guy. Dude, it's uh, it is tough though going out to open my like. Luckily, I have my girlfriend at home, and yeah. you know she has him at night and stuff. But there's so many times where I feel bad where I'm like, because I, I I have been going out while I've been up in New York. I've been going out to Mike's like every single night because yeah. I'm like I want to do as much as I can while I'm still up there. But I feel bad leaving, yeah. dude. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. But I feel the beauty of stand up right now is like my biggest anxiety was I love Philadelphia so much, and mm -hmm. it's, it's I don't know. I'm just yeah fucking emotionally attached like that like yeah. i didn't want to move and i and everywhere you moving i'm not yeah but i'm just saying the beauty of all this happening was like comedy you realize more and more you don't have to move to new york or la especially nowadays like when the pandemic hit rogan changed everything dude i think that that uh with all this happening people realize like i mean and i moved for that reason where i'm like from you know going yeah. to new york fucking big city when you were doing fine already oh. it's like i'll just be closer and now i'm moving back and i feel like things are opening back up but yeah like i feel like it really made a lot of people realize how important like the digital content is just being independent starting your own stuff and you can kind of do it from wherever i mean and i don't know i don't like i've been up and doing stuff in new york and i don't know you know yeah. i don't know if i'm doing the right if i'm doing the right thing nah, who does know you know? but i do feel like you're seeing all these people who really crushed it during the pandemic doing it from wherever and you know doing better you know some of them yeah and i learned a lot that it's like you know we don't have to listen to our peers that much yeah because we listen to people who do open mics with us and they're like that's not what the pros do <laughs> yeah, and i'm dude. like i'm like fuck off how about that? yeah you know what i mean that's so true dude like we're at that level where like we're getting all this advice from all these peers of ours and we're like none of us have made it why yeah. why are any of us listening to each other my favorite thing which i do know is a big no-no is no shorts on stage and i will wear, in the summer i will wear shorts on stage because i'm not sweating my dick off yeah you're probably not that way well right? i got great calves so it'd be yeah. too braggadocious if i went up there yeah. with just some shorts you gotta cover them bad boys people up. would just be <laughs> pop you know they'd just be looking at those calves the whole time you be distracting nice games i, I got some ham hocks yeah, yeah i was distracted when i walked in i, was I like, got some nice Whoa. christmas hams attached to these thighs where's he been hiding those yeah man i just just blessed with some some great calves i mean what can i say yeah it's one thing i got going for me <laughs> but i wore shorts on stage several times and everyone's like you're a psycho i'm like who gives a fuck I you got like, legs Iglesias is like one of the highest paid comedians in the world and that motherfucker wears shorts yeah that's you true. know what i mean he's the only one though <laughs> yeah true but also, and he's 600 he's, pounds yeah, which i and, feel like you yeah, can pull it off i'll gain like, another fucking five just for pounds. the shorts yeah just to wear shorts on stage well you got the leg sleeves too so sometimes if you wear the right clothing it looks like you know you can blend it in it looks yeah, like you're wearing long pants the yeah man yeah what's the point of having them if you don't show them off yeah, it's very true. Which makes me wonder why the ones on my torso I even have, because I'm never shirtless. Yeah, well, I got one on my ass, so it's like, why the hell did I do that? What you got on your ass? It's a clover. It says, kiss me, I'm Irish. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I got Lazy. it in high school, and man, did I think I was funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever go to jail, I am literally fucked, dude. Yeah, well, I got baby ducks on my hips, so really? I'm literally fucked if what? I go to jail. <laughs> and that was my first tattoo. Really? Mm -hmm. dude, yeah, mine was the first one right on the ass, which yeah. was a weird one. Like, yeah, I went on my hips like a girl. Did you go in thinking, like, oh it's gonna be funny because yeah. that, that's what i did yeah the it's, dude who did them thought it was fucking funny he was yeah. like why do you want to do why, this? why did you get the ducks uh so it's actually in the special um sorry it's been, it's been a while it's all right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't expect you to remember it yeah for word for word for bait it was a but, rowdy uh, crowd that night it, was it tough was to a hear. rowdy crowd uh it's uh when i'm wearing pants it looks like they're swimming and when i'm naked they're just standing there <laughs> nice dude so yeah i got i got one on my ass i got one in my lip i got my lip done too do you? yeah 
What's yours say? Jam it. <laughs> Jam it? Yeah. Like, mine says please. Yeah. Yeah, just more polite, but same same sort of fucking... When did you get yours? Uh, Maybe two years ago. Mine... Bro, they said it was supposed to fade, right? Yeah, mine's in there. You I got mine when I was 18, dude. Yeah. It's been 10 years, and it's clear it as day. Depends on the person. Yours yeah. is in there, though. Dude, it hasn't faded the slightest. Well, me and Mark were in a big habit of telling people to jam it all the time, and he got a tattooed on his leg with like a cassette and a cool ace tattoo. Yeah. And the dude that did his tattoo, who was my boy, shout out Cello. Uh, you should have got jam it on your ass, dude. Well, I got, I was like, dude, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coming soon. I wanted to get a. Uh, I always wanted to get the inside of the lip and like uh, my boy Cello just like put it in there one day. Then I realized like as time went on, I was like, I have jamming on the inside of my lip. That's yeah. Gay. <laughs> and the only tattoo I have that like really disappointed my mom. Really? Yeah. One that I don't even remember I have. Why? It's like you got your knuckles she done. She was like, why would you do that? I just did my knuckles. She was against that too. But yeah, then yeah. I was like, listen, we all know. I said, there's too much stuff yeah. out on the internet about me now. Like I do this podcast. There's yeah, a comedy special. A Everyone knows I'm a former drug addict. Like, Yeah. Dude, you know, it's so funny. Everybody, when they would, uh, when they see you have a lip tattoo, they're like, it must have hurt. Dude, I mean, I only have three, but like that one definitely hurt the least. It was annoying. I'll give you, I'll give them that. Yeah. They all hurt. Yeah. Me and my boy Billy were talking about it. Literally. The ass hurt bad. Yeah. Did you have one in your ass? No, I don't. Yeah. I that one hurt bad. I thought, I'm like, oh, I got a lot of cushion back there. Fucking hurt, dude. Mm-hmm. I think you got like. The more meaty, the worst, I think. Yeah. Because there's, yeah. there's a lot of nerves and stuff, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, so far, my worst was the stomach was the worst. Really? Yeah. And I have two on my stomach. Well, really? my first one, the ones on the hips are technically on my stomach. Yeah. And they hurt. Yeah. But uh, I, I have a big snake wrapping a globe on my, like, where my belly button is. Nice. And that is, was terrible. Is that a euphemism for yeah. your balls and penis? Yeah, pretty much. Nice. No, I saw it on the wall and I was like, did you paint that? And my boy was like, yeah. And I was like, do that shit. Let's do it. Nice. And I said, like, you got to do it in one shot because I'm not coming back. And it's huge. It's like from below my pant line to like. Can I see? Yeah. It's fucking. That's fucking dope. What does it say above? Easy does it. And Easy I got does that. it. That was the first one on my stomach and I was bitching during that. Yeah, I mean, that's big. And I got an E-Z, spelled E-Z. Yeah. I'm fucking cool. Yeah, it's dude. a cool way to do it. Yeah, it's an AA slogan, which I was that guy. Really? Which there's a lot of people in rehabs who have like the AA slogans tattooed on them. And it's like, what happened to you? Why are you in here? Yeah. If you know so much. Dude, it's, rehab is, uh, it's I, I got so many questions about about all this stuff. Ask away. Part, part of the reason why, like when you first got on stage, when we first met, I don't know you at all. Mm-hmm. And you're like talking about smoking crack mm-hmm. and your tat. I'm like, dude, this guy's nuts, dude. Yeah. But uh, but then you talk to you and you're like the most normal guy yeah. I met at open mics, which is so crazy. See, this is the thing, and I've done other people's podcasts where they're just like, "Oh, you used to do drugs, you probably have wild stories." I'm like, I have a lot of sad stories. Yeah. You want to hear those? Because yeah. that's what it more is. Well, you had a little bit of both, where you like had some wild crack stories, but then it was also like, "I'm going to kill myself." But yeah, like, that's yeah. pretty much the majority of those. I want to <laughs> okay. kill myself, even uh, till this day, eight years sober. I'm just like, maybe if I just killed myself. Oh you know? my god, yeah, you had some dark stuff, but it was you know, uh, it was it was interesting. I, I was like. I want to talk to this guy. You know what's funny when it comes to your comedy, which is phenomenal. Everyone check him out. But uh, every time I just assume you're clean in my head just because you're a clean cut kid. So yeah, like, yeah. He's clean. And people are like, is he clean? I'm like, not really. Dude, dude I, you know, that's I get that all the time because people people you get away with it. Even if you have like material that's not. Yeah. clean. It's just people are like a clean cut kid. He's good. Kid. Exactly. Dude, like I had I started doing a, a new bit that I'll, I'll do sometimes about like my dad just died last year. And it's yeah. like pretty dark bit. But people always uh, are like, Brendan Down is squeaky clean. I'm like, I'm not that, I look very clean because I have a Republican haircut, but yeah. like, 
I young Mitt Romney a, a lot of my material is not as clean as like I get labeled as. Yeah. Like I can I can do clean. I could take out you know f words and stuff like that, but it's not like uh, like I, I have a lot of shit in there that's offensive. Yeah, that I've learned the hard way. You know, people have have gotten offended by some of the bits that I've done, and you learn to figure them out. But like, I definitely do get labeled as squeaky clean. Yeah. But that's only because in the open mic community, if you're not going out there and saying the most horrific shit, like yeah, like screaming to my con, and you're yeah, like whoa, <laughs> yeah. <dude." laughs> yeah, like if, if you're not doing stuff like that, people are like who's this Christian? You're like yeah. that's it's just I'm not saying the craziest shit ever. It's funny you say that because my self perception of me, I guess people think that I'm like more edgy because of how I look, and it's just. If I honestly think about it, I'm sure I curse enough, but I don't curse. You don't that much. as much anymore. Maybe yeah. in the beginning, but I don't we all curse did that much. And I don't think like any of my stuff is really that offensive, other than st and if I, and then I'm just oblivious. If I did. you're not it's super, not, you you have dark stuff because yeah. you've you've been through dark stuff. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, like a lot of times you'll just talk about like your regular day, but yeah. because you look. So, yeah. Like we we might have like similar topic, not you know maybe similar topics, but similar like you know, set up punches, yeah. but we, I guess we look yeah. different. So people are like, oh, he's fucking we clean and he's dirty. Dude, we should see if anybody yeah. notices. Switch up, dude. And I'm like, I was uh, so smoking crack the other day. Yeah. And, uh, Over the summer, you got to open for a lot of cool people. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's awesome. That's Soul Jules, who I think hates me. No, 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 dude. All all over Mike Missinelli. He posted a thing, and I, I was don't know like, who that is. He's uh, so ninety seven five's huge sports. Oh, radio okay, yeah, yeah, in Mike, Philadelphia. Yep. And I guess he was at the beach for a show. Yeah. And I wrote on the thing on Instagram. I said he owes me fantasy fest tickets. Just joking, which is true. They do owe me. Yeah. And uh, your boy Joel was like, I don't think this is the place for that. I was like, he knows this is a joke, right? And then he deleted my comment. I said, he doesn't know it's a oh, joke. Oh, man. He's protective. He was going through a lot this summer. Big yeah. Jay getting ripped off stage and stuff like that. But well, sometimes uh, you just get ripped off stage. Were you on that show that night? No, you were there. Though, I wasn't right? there. Oh, no, no, no. But our, Ryan uh, K was there. You uh, Ryan K. Yeah, and, and some of my boys were there. And he wanted me to there. go. And yeah. he was like, oh, you should come. But I was literally just there two days before for Giannis. And I was yeah. like, I don't feel like going back there. I did, I did Giannis a couple months ago. But but Big J, um, no, I was not there. But my boys uh, were there that uh, actually helped us shoot the night they knocked, the, the director, Sean Roberts. And he called me that night. And he's like, dude, you're not going to believe what happened. Yeah. I'm like, what? And he's like, Big J literally got ripped off stage and a fight broke out. I was like, dude, the one time I'm not there. Yeah, you should have been there. Dude. I know. I Crazy. Been there. Yeah. I, I was offered to go, and I was just well, like, eh. And what was the last one you were at, Chrissy D? Yeah. Yeah. Freezing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. It was a cold night. And then I gave him black and white cookies. Yeah. You gave him black and white cookies <laughs> yeah. for me, and I'm but, sure his response was, what? I sent him the message, but he was like, he's like, dude, I'm, I'm trying to diet. Like, yeah. He was like, no. He was like, that's sweet, but he's like, I'm a, he's like, I'm a fat fuck. Like, yeah. he's like, somebody else can eat these. Whatever. I'll kiss him, dude. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But, yeah, it, uh, Joel's been, uh, he's been killing over the pandemic, but. He's killing it. It was cool, man. It was definitely cool. Some people that I got to work with, but uh, yeah, just trying yeah, to. Yeah, tell there, Louis. Yeah, everyone there. Tell, I, I didn't. Uh, I actually haven't been there when Louis was there. I haven't seen him live in person, but I got to do a tell, and he could not have been nicer, dude. Like, so he came up to me and was like, "Yeah, man, thanks for doing the show." I'm like, "Yeah, dude, no problem." Yeah. Like, as if I have anything else going on. But he <laughs> was so you, cool. I appreciate. That. He he crushed harder than anybody I've ever seen. Yeah. Tell, dude. He brought out a fucking uh, like a flute or a recorder, like yeah. in the middle of his set and was doing it between like setup and punches. It was incredible. Yeah, why not, dude? He was so good, man. He don't gotta try anymore, dude. Dude, he's, he's so like good. he's so effortless. Like just off, he did like. 
all of this topical crowd work about like the area that you could tell he just observed on, on the ride in and yeah. did all of this just perfect Dude, bits. Killing it's it. incredible. I haven't seen that much live comedy. I think I've seen like six people, to be honest with yeah. you. Which it's just whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I miss it. It's not I don't enjoy it, but it's just, I'm such a person, like, I enjoy watching things from home. Like, yeah. I've been to one Eagles game in my life, and that was, like, enough. I'm totally on board with, like, watching football. Yeah, live comedy is a bit different. It is fun, but yeah. it's just, like, also, so the appeal of it, like, especially I'm a sober dude. Every place has, like, a two drink. So that's why I do enjoy going to Joel's, because yeah, it's, like, just BYO. bring a chair, you're good. BYOC, baby. Yeah. And, uh... But other than that, I was just fucking- Eagles game. I'm I'm all in on that because I'm like I don't want to go to a crowded tailgate. I'm not going to be able to see the game. Like it's you know it's loud. It's it's a pain in the ass to get there. Parking. I'm like I like I'd rather be with a bunch of my friends indoors. Like yeah. get some chips and dip. Eating some junk food. Not Fuck yeah. Seventy dollars for it. Dude. Yeah, dude. Nice that's Sunday in. But as far as comedy goes, I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. But it's just I've seen Ian Edwards. Where'd you see him? Helium. Okay. Shab, helium. I was there. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, you were there. That just, weekend. just watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Segura, I saw at Parks. Yeah, because it's down the street from my house. So yeah, I gotta go. Yeah. Giannis and Chris. Giannis and Chris. I think that's it. Yeah, dude, Giannis and Chris are probably two of my favorites right and Angel now. Angel Salazar, but I was on that show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I was just like, "This is a nightmare." Yeah. Oh my. Shout God. out Punchline, dude. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, yeah, I've been back at Punchline in a while. Uh, yeah, it's so, I mean, New York has been cool. Um, like I, I now have a greater appreciation for some of the stuff that we were doing in Philly, New York. I mean, the cool thing, I thought I was going to hate New York. I really yeah. do like it now. I, I hate it. Then. I am pissed that I'm like, it's, it is tough to leave because there's just so many places to go. Yeah, true. So I do like, that's been really cool where it's like if helium or punchline is not doing something in that arena, you have. 10 other places that you can go to. So it makes me appreciate now coming back to Philly, like when you get stage time, which there is a lot of good stage time, but it made me realize like, I really got to work it when I get back. Yeah. You know, are you doing Philly's funniest this year? Yeah. All yeah. Right. Back in that. I forgot to sign up. Yeah. Someone I don't want reminded wanna, me. Yeah. I had everything filled out and it was like, it, it was just at a time, a weird time where I just had no money in the bank account and I didn't, I didn't feel think like they put it on my credit it. card. And I was like, I was like, yeah, oh, this costs 25 bucks. I was like, eh. yeah. It's, I mean, so dude, now I'll act like I'm boycotting it when it's just literally I, like, I just fucking yeah, forgot. I forgot yeah, I don't want. I mean, everybody says this, but I, I totally believe everyone's telling me like I don't want to do it. I don't like the competitions. I do just want to get a good tape, and you know I haven't won the past two years. So at this point, I I feel like I hopefully will do better because I don't care as much. Yeah. Like I do just want to get a good tape. I have more friends now. Like I know, like, I'm, dude, I hated it that first year when I was going in. Like, I didn't know you. I didn't know anybody in the yeah. Philly scene. You I just, never did it. Yeah, I mean, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't been a great experience. Like, I went to it once just for Ryan because Ryan was like, "Yeah, come out to my night." And yeah. I was like, "Okay." Yeah, like I want to work there, so like that's you know that's why yeah. I do it. Helium's such an awesome club, but like competitions are just fucking weird with comedy, dude. And you got to fit yeah. it in five minutes if you go over you're disqualified and, and that's like how it should be run but it's just a, it's just hard and it's too objective for something to be like yeah i feel like they have the winner picked before it even all starts anyways who knows man but i feel uh the last one whoever i forget who won already but uh, uh jamie wolf 
Yeah. I actually met Tyler Wolf's brother. I met him up in. Uh, I feel like New everyone York was shocked nice. by that, though. Everyone was like, he's oh, good comic, though. Yeah, I believe but it. But I guess, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. everybody thinks that they're going to win. I know. Everyone's like, well, this is fucking bullshit. Well, I do think, especially at open mic level, this is the great perception when you see someone do a packed room where it's not all comedians. Yes. The material's better, and it's the same shit I've been hearing from everyone for like a year. Mm -hmm. But it's just audience makes such a difference in it dude it's i don't you love when you see like i'm like yeah oh, this person's a straight up killer dude you yeah know what I mean? don't you love when you see people who have only done mics and they think they're killers and then they do a real audience and they go what is happening here and you're me. like yeah it's a different thing yeah me who <laughs> mostly only does mics and i'm just like no oh, you man. you've done like you guys used to do all of like the the suburb crowds too like for the, like the aa groups and all this yeah. like these anybody that's paying money to go see the show that's not a comedian. I mean, that's that's where you're gonna get that feel. Well, I think the best thing about being sober and being in AA is literally, instead of, like, I don't have to do open mics every night because it's just, yeah, I'm talking a lot, you know, yeah. in meetings. But that, that's, the further I get into comedy, like, you know, it's, I don't want to say too much because, you know, people automatically are like, try to make you feel like you're not working yeah. You know, you got to do, and I get it, dude. Like I do open, like in New York, I've been going out every single night, you know, and I have found what mics are really good for. Like it, it's getting me comfortable with silence. Um, you learn what works at mics and what, de and what works on real shows and you meet people. I feel like mostly it's just networking yeah. and people put you on their shows and stuff like that. And I hate that part of it, but that's just the reality of what it is. But um, where was I going with that? Mm -hmm. I was letting you just do your thing. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I feel like the further I get into comedy, the more I'm like, I don't know, is this is this what's going to lead to me becoming a better comedian or should I be doing you know other things as well too, like digital content or podcasts? Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know. There's just, there's a lot of different ways you can do I it. I always try to think about it and like you hear everyone just say, you just got hit open mics a lot. I'm like, there's something more, dude, that like none of us know. You know what I mean? I, I do feel like obviously like that's a big part of it, but I'm like, but what else can I be doing? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not taking away from the fact that you got to get out every night and like, oh yeah, got to focus on getting good. But I'm also like, you know, I want to, I want to be a headliner one day. I want to sell fucking tickets. Yeah. So like, and you know, I get like it sounds like you know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but like, is it crazy to think that way? I don't know. I don't think it's that crazy. Yeah, I'm fucking. And the, that's why I like you know the stuff that you've done, where you're like, fuck it, I'll shoot a special, yeah. I'll do my own podcast, start a YouTube channel, and like you'll. I feel like that's only going to help you figure it out. Yeah, and I feel like the most important thing about it is, and it's the most annoying part, is you got to be annoying as fuck with promoting everything. I know. Which like none I of us want to do. Posting about this every day, and I do post about it a lot, and it's like all I post. But I'm just like, it's I hard. feel annoying, dude. But it's the only way to get it through people's brains because people have the best intentions, but they're just like, oh yeah, I want to check that out, and I'm like, do you? Yeah. And they're like, no, I honestly do, but they have to be reminded 50 times. Even if you put something up and you're like, here's where you buy tickets. It's at this. It's at 8 p.m. You'll get your friends commenting, going, how much are tickets? What time is mm -hmm. the show? And where is it at? And you're like, what the fuck are you even looking yeah. at? Like when we shot the special, I made flyers for like two months straight. Yeah. And that was my opening joke. I was like, I love this shit. Only you people would ask, where is it at? What time it is? Yeah. I've been posting about it every day. Dude, for it's brutal. Two months. I tried to, uh, to, I was like, all right, let me try to be consistent with like, you know, putting out something on Instagram. I was like, I'm going to try to do it like one post a day, whether it's a tweet, you know, a sketch, uh, just anything. Like, let me just put something out there. I lasted like five days 
but before like of consistently doing that before i'm like fuck this dude it's harder than than people think yeah it's it, tough dude. yeah when people are like oh you know people just uh you know people that are influencers and stuff like that i'm like it is tough to continuously create content yeah, like that to just be that self-absorbed yeah like, i want to see my face more and dude, that's the thing too i'm like i don't uh it just you get i don't like being on my phone all the time like that but oh, that I mean, causes either. you to do that i hate it for the most part dude i mean i need <laughs> like anyways uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyways what yeah. the fuck were you saying yeah nah but it's just a necessary evil and uh dude i just it's all a lot dude that's why i was happy to do the special because it's just constant clips yeah even that, two years later mean. even though i need to get like new stuff but it's like yeah. all hour of stuff that i've never posted because yeah None of us had a file for it. Davron had a file for, of it for a little bit. I finally found the email where we sent it away to get subtitles and I can finally get clips from it. And I'm like, yeah. oh. What, what do you think you're going to do now? Do you think that you'll continue to try to dip in and do stand-up or you know build build the podcast? Like, I guess both. When the world's opened up more, I want to get back into stand-up because yeah. I miss doing it. I did a couple shows and I did like extremely well. Nice. And just not really even trying, like not really caring. I was just That's like, That's always when you do the best. There. Yeah, and who cares? Kind of like yeah. I did the whole time I've been doing stand up. I'm like, who cares if it goes good, it yeah. goes good. And if not, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Even staying sharp with that, like two weeks ago, my buddy needed me to cover his meeting for him in AA. And, uh, nice. So the meeting he does, it's called, it's called the beginner's meeting. And there's a list of 21 topics and the way he does it, it's real funny and goofy and outrageous. Nice. And it's your own take. So I was like, all right, it's like practicing an hour, you know what I mean? Except yeah. there's a list of 21 things. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> do I know anybody that goes? Kidding, AA. Yeah, no, I would tell you, who cares? Um, no, I'm just kidding. I don't think you're allowed. I think that's in the rules. Yeah, but, uh, that's rule number one. Yeah, rule number one. Well, you would think that's rule number one, but who really knows what yeah, rule yeah. number one is? There's too many rules. So did you? were you um, an alcoholic first, or did you start going to... Do you mind uh, if I ask you this no, stuff? I don't mind. I, I guess they technically say the drug bones are connected to the alcohol bone. Okay. When I drank, I that's just, what I learned in school. Yeah, exactly. Everyone learns it. <laughs> the drug bones connected yeah. to the when alcohol I, bone. So, like most people, I guess would be like, it sucks to say normal people. That's what they say in AA, but no one in the world's fucking normal. No. But like, say you go out and you have two beers and you're like, oh, I'm driving tonight. I'm cool. Like yeah. that doesn't process in my brain. You're like, let me just let's go yard out. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what, what do you mean yard out? Just keep going. Let's fucking rock this thing till the wheels fall. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But the one time, it was like right around when I was 21 or 22. It's before I went to rehab for the first time. So you think like, drinking kind of took... Yeah. yeah. We were at McFadden's at 3rd and Spring Garden, and I live in Ben Salem, right where Parks is. So it's like uh, far as fuck, and <laughs> I walked home that night. Fuck. Yeah. That is so far, yeah, dude. Would was, that take you three hours? Uh, well, a taxi picked me up like on like fucking some exit on 95 eventually i was walking on 95 which i didn't know was legal until i got sober jesus christ yeah it was dramatic <laughs> dude i mean i've had so some do close i calls. think i have a drinking problem yeah probably yeah i mean hey i i probably do too i just uh yeah. just, i just haven't dealt with yeah. it yet but i do love drugs yeah like more than anything but what was the first would you start smoking weed first mm -hmm. yeah nice. drinking weed xanax percocet so it's really like the pills that lead to all the the worst stuff yeah once you pop the xanny well, I always say, and like for the sanctity, like especially if I'm on stage telling jokes and stories, like I'll say heroin just because it's easier than being like I was doing oxy 80s, which don't exist anymore. But is that? I never did heroin though. I'm oh, afraid of needles. Fucking loser, dude. Yeah, I'm afraid of needles. What the fuck, dude? I didn't and know I was is, on a gay podcast. Uh, yes, yeah, this is a gay podcast. <laughs> um, 
And this guy didn't even do heroin. Yeah, and this is how I know all my friends are degenerates because I say I'm afraid of needles. They're like, you know, you can snort it, right? I'm like, I know, hey, it's all thanks, dude. Dude, I'm I'm diabetic. If you need the needles, I got you, baby. Yeah, dude. Just kidding, my god. Yeah, what CC is that, dude? That's crazy. Wait, so uh, you really diabetic? Oh yeah, dog. Got nice, my pump dude. on me right now. You, you got didn't the know? Sugar? Oh wow, you dude. That You're sugar, full baby. fledged. You're oh, yeah. fucking pumped. Type dude. one, dude. Number one kind, dude. Good for you, dude. You're killing it. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not great, but yeah, dude, I got it, man. You want a Snickers bar? It could kill you. Yeah, dude. yeah. It's uh, so that that's my fucker. But that's the thing, dude. If you're addicted to food, we got nothing, dude. You got rehab. You got fucking AA. I can't go into a meeting and be like, and then, you know, some dudes in there like, I was sucking dick for crack. Where they're like, What's he in here for? I'm like, Chips Ahoy. I'll see myself. Yeah, like, they have like, meetings for that, though. Do they? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I they feel have like meetings I feel like it's a bitch dude. move, man. I am the. King, I will fucking switch seats on the Titanic like no other. I'm just like, whatever vice I can put into me, like I still smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take up gambling for like a good binge for a while. Then yeah. I'll just dump all my money back into it. I won't even like lose and be like bankrupt, but I'll just be like down. Yeah. And I'll do well. Then I'm like, I just give this back. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Ga gambling, I could never stomach just because I Tattoos, sneakers, I'm bad with all sneaks, of that. Sneaks, I'm addicted to buying for yeah. sure. Food is you definitely. Got some nice ones on. I peep. I yeah. Everyone's got the vans. That's dude. when I'm a judgmental cock. I'm just like, well, you I'm got like, some sweet Air Max. We're Air Max guys. Yeah. I'm big Air Max. Yeah. Guy. It's for the sure. ultimate shoe. It gives me an extra inch, dude. Yeah. Go from 5'7 to 5'8. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's, like it's like the man high heel, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Exactly. I'm 5'7, five, 5'8 five, in Air Max. Yeah. I don't even know. I think I'm about 5'7, five, 5'8. Five, yeah, dude. You Air know, Max, it's dude. a good club to be in, dude. You know, thank God we got Mark Wahlberg. He's been, you know, yeah. doing big things for the 5'7 community. Dude, six foot's too dramatic. Dude. Come on, dude. Anyone who's slightly tall, I just over exaggerate in my head how tall they are. Dude, dude, my whole family, we cap out at about five foot eight. So anytime we see somebody, it's like we got like one cousin that's six foot. We're like, who's the freak? Yeah. <laughs> how the fuck you getting yeah. this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. I have no rhyme or reason. Genetics are wild, dude, because my brother lost his hair in high school and I cling on to mine. Every really? Day. Yeah. You got a, You got a good set. I'm afraid to lose it. It's my biggest fear in life. Not yeah. death. How not old are you, speaking, though? 32. Yeah. I feel like at this point, like, you're not going to lose it. You know, I feel like I, could, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't have either. I don't have any bald dudes in my family. I'll, I'll we'll all recede and go gray. I'm getting a lot of gray hair. I'll go gray. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. But I feel like that my I got a lot of bald friends and they all start at like early 20s. Yeah. So I feel like you would know if you're really. I know. You know, you got time. I know. You got time. My middle brother's still fighting it a little bit. Like, he has hair. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's balding he's at all, but he's like, yeah. I think he's still fighting it. You were 17? 17. Yeah, I was like kind of bleaching my shit before. Yeah, see? So Starts early. That's what gives me anxiety because I'm so punk rock that I dyed my hair every color of the rainbow because I'm a three quarters gay. Yeah. Four quarters punk rock, dude. And uh, I bleached my hair so many times and I'm just. Yeah, but like, I feel like it's it's uh, early on set, you know, yeah. balding. But then everyone's like, well, it goes off your mom's parents. That's what people say. And I was like, my grandmom was fucking bald, dude. Like, that's not <laughs> oh, good for me. I don't yeah. know what that means. Yeah. That can't be good. That's not good, I don't think. Yeah. Rest in peace, grandmom. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Dude, she's <laughs> killing it, literally. Um, what? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it got dark. We're, we're all over the spectrum here, dude, talking dude, drugs, like balding. Dude, I like to keep it that way. Man. Yeah, yeah. Because so many people come on here and they're like, what do you interview me about? I'm like, interview? I'm like, do you think I'm fucking Larry I like King? it like that, dude. Just fucking free flowing, talking about whatever. Yeah, let's just talk, dude. You know, we got the boys playing video games in the back. Hell That's yeah. how I want it. Yeah. And then, can we get back to crack for a second? Yeah, sure. What is what that like, know? dude? Like, what? Uh, it's you said like, it's like a flash grenade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of. hilarious, yeah, dude. It's kind of like that. You know, um, it's like 
instant anxiety. It's yeah. like cocaine times 10 and not as fun. Okay. And Mark was, what, you said times 10's too high, you think? No, I said that that might not even do it justice. I don't know, though. I didn't do a ton of coke. I just did more crack. <laughs> you, yeah. just, you went right, right for it. I was more coke than crack. Like I, I did. the first thing I said after I took my first hit of crack. Was it positive or negative? I said, what can we sell? Yeah, instantly. <laughs> that quick. <laughs> I threw up my first time. I was immediately after. Yeah. yeah. My, my boy Foley shit himself. Really? Right after. Nah, Brian. Foley. Yeah, Nick Foles. <laughs> so do you, how do you, how did you do it? Is there different, different ways to you do, smoke, you smoke it? it? Yeah. So this, you need a professor for it, dude. Cause it's, were you, were you terrified or were you like, so like, I don't give a fuck at that point that I probably didn't do it to its best potential the first time, nor nor did I smoke crack that long. I smoked crack for like a month and it was just too much. Yeah. Like, so Kensington's the big open air drug market in the city. Oh, yeah. And like all my friends were homeless down there and I'm not built like that. And I was like smoking dust and doing crack down there. But it was like literally like maybe three weeks. It seemed like a lot longer when I talk about you it. You took a crackcation. Yeah, I took a little crackcation because I'm not <laughs> built for it, dude. I like doing, I love shoving pills up my nose dude, okay. at the end of the day. You yeah. Know? And but were, before you did it, were you like, "This is a like th this is a bad decision"? Yeah, but I can't. I knew it like was you a knew bad going decision. in. Yeah, 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 absolutely, dude. I but, guess you uh, have to. So, dude, to smoke crack, I used to tell it on stage on how to smoke crack. Which that probably, I think was the first bit I heard you do. Yeah, which is difficult to like. You need someone to opener. help you with that shit. You know what I mean? It's yeah, tough because yeah. you're fucking. You need to get a glass rose. You know, you I'm to, so white, dude. You need to get some chore, chore boy. What is that? It's like a Brillo pad, kind of, for lack of a better word, right? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> you put that in a little screen, and then you, it helps if you have a car antenna. Yeah. Because the residue gets stuck to the glass, and that's what... The, I always keep one with me. And that's what the little Brillo pad, you keep it pushing it in and out to get the residue working up. And like you smoking get, a bowl. And it's called the blast. That one, a push. It's called the push, not you a blast. Because you blast <laughs> off. It's called like the push. And... uh Apparently, it's worth it. I never saw that. It was just too dramatic. Yeah. So I was probably Jeez. smoking crack wrong, to be honest with you. Not that it's hard to mess up. Like, Ain't I was no right way to do it. off crack, but <laughs> yeah. there's people out there that like, this motherfucker was not getting it to its full potential. You know what I mean? I love how like that's the, there's like a community where it's like, that's bold. You didn't fucking smoke it, right? Yeah, exactly. And I probably didn't, dude. And I'm fully acknowledging that like because me and my boy uh, Nate used to talk about it all the time. If you even like, dip a toe in, to me, yeah, you're, you're pretty much there. Dude, yeah, I know? mean, well, it's like, hey, you, you've earned my respect. Yeah, I know what it's like out there, dude. Fuck yeah. And PCP was the one drug that made me want to get sober every time yeah yeah and how long does that last how long are you fired up for what on dust yeah uh do you run around naked like do anything crazy no i didn't i punched a car window at one time that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> fuck yeah yeah i don't know um which i'm not strong so it was it took a lot of effort but i had super strength so, yeah, I was super smoking strength. Dust. so what it is is it doesn't last that long. People say like 10 minutes, but it lasted longer for me. There's been times that it didn't last that long, but it's just like, dude, it's just weird. Like I remember <laughs> listening to the first time I did it, I was listening to the Beatles in my car. Yeah. And it sounded like the drums were just recorded in a separate room. Like I was in the recording studio and it was like a closed door. The drums sounded Whoa. muffled and I was like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? That's crazy. And how do you do that? Like, what is that? I, I picture literally like Peter Pan pixie dust. Like people say angel dust just because the word dust is in it. So there's two ways to do it. There's like mint leaves 
and okay. you like roll up in a blunt and smoke and then there's a dipper which is like you dip a cigarette in an embalming fluid and oh it was fucking whacked gotcha if you're asking me what's better it's to dip it in the embalming fluid <laughs> oh man all right i'm learning a lot today dude. yeah cool drugs are pretty fun you know and <laughs> drugs I'm not are cool saying don't do them but they can i'm not saying do them either yeah but you could wind up punching it you know car window through mm-hmm. yeah sure why not and yeah i yeah. i need to build my rap dude i'm squeaky clean apparently in the community so yeah. maybe i, I can... was more of an upper guy anyways i liked uppers more even though i was like a big oxy 80 and they stopped making them perk 30 so which are a downer yeah but uh ecstasy was my all-time favorite drug and i remember the first time i did it like i called my boys who all did it and I got broken off from the pack, which great drug to do solo, by the way, because you're having a good time regardless. No, ma- no matter where you are, what you're doing. Most of the times I did ecstasy, no one else was doing ecstasy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was yeah. like, let's get the party started. Yeah, you're like, like, I don't need anybody else. You, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the first time I did it, I got separated from the group and I called them. They're like, look at the skies and it's so trippy. And I was like looking up and it like just started snowing like a nice little, but it was nice out. You Fuck know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But it was like a nice little flurry was coming down and I like looked up and I was like, oh man, that is pretty cool. And I got angry on the phone. Yeah. I was well, like, Arnie? We're, yeah, I was like, we're rolling, dude. We're not tripping. You fucking loser. <laughs> I was like, I can see the sky perfectly fine. Yeah. Because I have fucking serotonin leaking into my just skull right pumping now. pumping through your brain. Yeah, chewing air hoses. <laughs> That's wild, man. Yeah fucking crazy dude you, yeah. you, you ever dabble with ecstasy dude you probably did molly how old are you uh 28 28 yeah 20. i've done some stuff you've done, done some, some stuff, stuff dude. you party can't disclose but i partied yeah no mostly drinking yeah. and i don't drink much any i mean i'm no i do i've been drinking like every night the past yeah. couple weeks but i'm like i'm trying to trying to keep it under control dude because i've just realized like, just how bad how bad drinking it like drinking gets such a goes so under the not that it goes so under the radar but it's so much more acceptable than everything else and that's led me to some of the biggest mistakes in my life absolutely fucking crazy well i think the funny thing especially in the comedy scene it's like you want to have a good time yeah because you're telling jokes but i think in our circle i think every single person that you can think of has hit me up at one point like yeah i'm thinking about getting sober i'm like you realize like listen i'm probably the most light-hearted person about it you're gonna meet because i'm yeah. not fucking militant about it right right nor do i care what you're doing yeah i said but it is a way of life dude it's not just like hey i'm thinking about quitting for a week everyone I'm like, keeps they're like yeah i'm fucking sober i'm like J- you took a break made, for a month yeah i made an eight-year commitment yeah. so far which is the longest commitment i made in my life to save my life dude. yeah so it's tough for me to be like, I don't know, dude. You might just like to have fun. I'm not yeah. here to tell you if you have a problem. And yeah, or not. you might just need a detox for like, a, dude. The fucking yeah. pussy ass Dan Madden does that all the time. We're <laughs> like, nah. I'm like, you, you want to grab a beer tonight? And he's like, nah, dude. I've been sober for the past three weeks, and yeah. I'm like, you're not sober, dude. You're just you're just pumping the brakes for a hot second. Yeah, that pussy. I love that guy. Love him, dude. He's, he's like building decks right now. He's getting into cool stuff, and I'm like, that's he's great. Building like fucking IKEA furniture. Because <laughs> we were both yeah, on that comedy on the creek thing, and I knew not, he did it already. So I was like, what time do you got to be there? Like I don't even yeah. know. And uh, then I like called him, and he's like, I'm building patio furniture. I was like, all right. He's getting into weird stuff. He's like getting into woodworking. Yeah. He's. Uh, you know, who knows what he's doing? Do you think he's really smart or do you think he just says big words to make us think he's smart? I think the latter. Yeah, I think yeah. He, a lot of big words thrown into sentences, yeah. but if you ask him to break it down, I don't think he knows yeah. what the fuck he's talking about. Well, he used to have like a banging ass job, didn't he? Didn't he like fucking he just left? Yeah, like he, he just left, like, quit to go work day. with you, right? He well, like, not, no, he didn't have a job lined up. He was like, dude, I just couldn't do it anymore. Just up and quit, like a good job in uh, doing something within finance. And then he was like, I'm just gonna like be a nomad. I think that was his plan. And I was yeah. like, hey, dude, my company's hiring. I think you need a job to hold you yeah. over and he was like 
all right. And then I'm like, all you got to do is, you know, bring your resume. Uh, like they'll hire you if I give them the go ahead. Bring your resume. Show up on time. He like forgot his resume and showed up late and still got still the got job. the job. <laughs> See, I'm almost to a point where I do comedy with all you guys. And if any of you have like even a semi-decent job, I'm like, listen, you need to quit doing this. Not saying that we all can't yeah. succeed, but I work at Applebee's. I need this more than all of you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have no life skills. Dude, I think that's another reason why people think I'm squeaky clean is because I'm like one of 300 people in the mo in the open mic community that just has a job. And I'm like, that doesn't mean I'm like I, this. Like, Well, when I started, I thought everyone was broke. I just thought. Well, I am, I'm I still broke, yeah. but I just have it, you know. Which I'm broke, but I'm not broke. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my life is pretty easy because yeah. of just how it's set up. That's the way to but do like, it, dude. People would be out like at open mic. So like, you want me to buy you guys drink? I don't drink, but I got this. Like I fuck with you. Yeah. And like, like you can hold your like, own. They're like, I got money, dude. And I'm like, I just assumed you were all poor. Yeah. Well, like, I don't know why I thought that. I'm not breaking the bank, but yeah. but yeah, I can I can hold my own and stuff like that. And people are like, whoa, big spend. I'm like, yeah. no, I just have like, yeah. I, you know, I'm able to pay my own bills and stuff yeah. like that. But. I, I just quit my job to get something that's more flexible, taking a pay cut. Cause dude, I'm just like, yeah, so you're six allowed years. to do comedy again. That's what, that's yeah. what I want to do, man. If I, you had your old job, not that I know what that was, but I probably would have been questioning you after this. Like, listen, yeah. I need this more than you do. Yeah. Yeah. I have it, no life just, skills. Yeah. So you smoke crack. Dude, I'll <laughs> suck your dick right now. <laughs> it's fucking good. I'll do it with a job. Yeah. But it was just too much, dude. It's, I just was like, like we're gonna give you more money, more responsibility. I'm like, I'll take less money if you guys leave me alone more. Like I just don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, responsibility sucks. I, yeah, I just want the flexibility. Dude. I yeah. just want to be able to go out and do comedy every single night. Yeah, I cut my hours down, and I don't think it's to do comedy. It's just I don't enjoy working. Yeah, Applebee's. And I mean, bartending. Great boneless wings. Hard. Great boneless wings. Nice, dude. dude. Yeah, I'm happy. Like, wait, a so lot you're of a bartender? Is that tough being sober and <laughs> being a bartender? Mm, I don't really think about it that yeah. much. You, you know? seem to have a really good grip on it, dude. Like, I got a couple sober buddies. I was with a sober buddy who came up to one of my shows on this past Saturday, and you know, everyone's different. And I'm like, do you mind if I like, you know, drink? And he's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah, like, he's got a really guys. good grip do on it. You go out of your way, and you're like, I have water in the fridge. And no, I just was like, do you mind if I drink? Like, yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna like. Well, that's polite. If, how you. rude that is. You I used know? to show up to like at work. We have like a fantasy football league, and I would show up, and like everyone there parties. They're like, we got waters in the you're fridge. Like, fuck you, dude. I'm fine. Like I'm delicate, like a Fabergé. Yeah, hey, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know, like. I can drink other stuff. People do that with diabetes, dude. They're yeah. like, we got Diet Coke. And I'm like, yeah, that actually sounds great. But yeah, <laughs> love you, a good DC. Yeah, you're a diet guy. I, I have to. So. <laughs> Every time someone drinks diet, I ask them if they're diabetic. Yeah, I think Which that's why they made rude, it. But I'm just like, are you diabetic? No, I mean, I think, well, first of all, Diet Coke is just better than Coke regular. Like, even if I wasn't diabetic, I'm going to DC any yeah, day of the week. I dude. like regular Coke. Oh, gross, dude. <laughs> DC's way better. DC. I'm yeah, like, you're dude. really trying to make that catch on. Yeah, dude. dude in the diabetic community. Is that in the <laughs> DC? In yeah, the we got DC? our we got our own cool lingo, dude. You got your rehab lingo. In the I DC, got my. We drink DC. Yeah, dude. dude we go fucking hard with the DCs, yeah, dude. Well, Type one dude. community. Yeah, we got. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't even realize that. That I guess diet diet soda like growing up people were like oh it's like healthier if you're trying to lose weight and then it, you realize as you get older you're like no i think it's for diabetics because it has zero sh sugar i think that's why they made it i could be wrong but yeah, sounds about right yeah but yeah man diabetics need their soda too yeah yeah if i if i catch a look dude that's one of my biggest fears of being on stage is just like getting low blood sugar and passing out how embarrassing yeah. would that be dude you keep it a lid on it i feel right yeah i try not to tell anybody because then people you know they just get weird they're all nervous they're like you're yeah. gonna pass out and i'm like you I'm want some orange juice exactly right dude every time i go out people are like do you have enough food and i'm like yeah i know how to 
feed myself. Like, <laughs> how I'm, long have you been diabetic? Since I was 16. So okay, so you've been 12 years. With it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like after 12 years, you probably have a good idea on how to. I like just started to get a grip it. on it. Yeah, I was fucking mess for like the first 10 years, like just yeah. eating like dog shit. And I still am not perfect, obviously. Plus but you're like, young, man. You're so boozing heavy. Exactly, dude. Yeah. That people, dude. People don't get it. They're like. Why don't you just eat healthier? I'm like, why don't you eat healthier? It's hard. Yeah, it's dude. hard dude. It doesn't I matter if you're no, diabetic. It's hard. I eat like no fruits and vegetables. Like the diabetes would be a death sentence to me. It's tough, man. Yeah. Plus and, I can like clear out like a whole sleeve of Reese's. Oh my God. So dude. I probably have diabetes. <laughs> dude, you put some Oreos and some chips Ahoy in front of me. I mean, that that's my crack, dude. I'm you're like a big cookie guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like 100%. Cookies, man. Yeah. I like sweet treats, dude, and that's what I, I'm in the dude, for, sweet treats. Oh, yeah. Sweet treats, dude, That that's my weakness. Yeah. That'll get me. Uh, and it can also kill you. Yeah. It could kill all of us. One day at a time. That That's yeah, my boy, dude. One day at a time. Yeah. See, I'm like, I just am a you fucking- You the jargon down already. Dude. You're pretty much sober. Dude. <laughs> yeah, so, dude. I should yeah. start going to meetings. Yeah, dude. Just set, throw some stuff around there. Dude, you can come to one if you want. I would love to. I always try to get like some people from stories. comedy to come, especially since all of them have asked me at one point. They're like, maybe I need to get- and so my buddy Johnny, the Thursday night one that I just did, which yeah. is like pretty much like trying to practice a new hour of stand up. Yeah. If you know like AA slogan, because you see this stuff and you're like, I can make this funny. Yeah. He does a very good job at making it funny. I like to think I do a pretty good job at it. Yeah. And, uh, but like I always suggest that. I'm like, if you guys want Thursday nights at 10 o'clock, you just come with me. I would check it out. Hang out. It's definitely not like any AA meeting you're thinking of, like whatever you see on TV, which is usually pretty inaccurate. Yeah. And I'm like, this like shit, hi, I'm Joe. Yeah. I'm an alcoholic. I'm like, this shit's wild and insane for no reason. So people just dive right into like the the darkness and just let it all out. Yeah. He just does it nuts. He like has like a fucking uh, blow horn. Really? And he celebrates like, so it's for new people. Yeah. So you get a coin like every, sounds fun. Yeah, you get a coin like kind of every thirty days. So you get a one day coin, thirty days, sixty days, ninety days, six months, nine months. And do you like collect it like people who used to do like yeah, the capital but, coins? So yes, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so what he does is he got they make coins for every month. Yeah, which you really don't get. Like you don't get one for seven months, but he got them for every month. So at the end of the meeting, nice. He's like, oh, come on up. And people get excited about so it. People come back for the coins. Because AA, sadly, like a lot of people are dying from heroin, but it's like a lot younger now. Yeah. Like more younger people are coming in. You think it's uh, it's upticking like with younger people? Like mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's still. Yeah. I Dude, I, I like guess. Like when I came in, it wasn't that crazy to be young, but still it wasn't like, oh, this is crazy. But now like looking back at the eight years, past eight years like more and more people i also feel like northeast philly is yeah well, is pretty we, bad with it yeah well, and south jersey too south jersey like i mean i knew a handful of people that we graduated with that od'd yeah but uh hey, one of my closest friends are these at least once a week and they're dead and people are just like you deal with this pretty well i'm like it happens every week it's fucking rough dude yeah yeah i feel like it, it's uh yeah south jersey northeast philly you see that shit a lot yeah. like of people getting into the darkness yeah we'd like to get into the darkness <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably because we're scumbags i it? wonder like well because i mean fishtown is like i feel like this hard well now there's like the hipster version of fishtown but like oh, uh, back in the day yeah well or was it better no was it better back in the day or kensington i should say kensington back now is bad Right, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Like horrible. Yeah, Fishtown's nice right now, though. Fishtown's nice. Like that's like very gentrified, very yeah. hipsterish. But well, my buddy Dan grew up there, and uh, we. This is an ongoing joke. Most on here. of my family's from there. So it's from Northeast Philly. Dan moved up to Levittown, which is the suburbs around here. Yeah, because that's where everyone moves when they get sober. 
And he was like 19 when he got sober, and he's like, I can't sleep without the gunshots. And we were just like, you're from Fishtown, stop. <laughs> Which it was a little bit rougher when he was growing up. Yeah, but yeah. now it's like just super gentrified. Yeah, it's like you go to, what's yeah. it called, that uh, that uh, that fucking bar right on Frankfurt, Frankfurt Hall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fucking hipster. But uh, I wonder if it's like, if there's a reason why it's upticking, you know, people getting... Know, like heroin, people getting younger and younger. I mean, heroin's pretty cool, dude. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boy, if you did it, you would get it, dude. Now people are TikToking with heroin, dude. Yeah, probably. Man, this got real heroin heavy on yeah. the pod today. That's my fault, dude. We like it like that, dude. No, it's fine. Um, just so curious about that world. I was not doing TikToks per se. I was just making Snapchats, which I should have put on TikTok, but I just never got on TikTok, and it was just like, uh, yeah, I would be like people on heroin, be like, and I would just fucking close my eyes and just be like yeah one thing you know <laughs> and i was sending it to i no i wouldn't even say people and i would just caption it people on heroin be like and i would just go into doing that like yeah. immediately and i'd send it to people and like i had like my friends like text me they're like are you okay right now oh my god because i'd be like yeah you watched the game last night man? they're like oh, i think joe's he's done it yeah they're like he's back on this <laughs> he's back and it's fine dude you know wild world man yeah but no most of my friends are sober or they smoke weed now which i'm fine with that i feel like yeah i feel like especially in comedy smoke weed, that's great yeah i don't really smoke much anymore yeah or i know people from comedy or i just know i just know a lot of different people from random things i feel like in comedy being sober has become trendy not but there's a lot of yeah. real people who yeah, are yeah, sober yeah, yeah, yeah i'm like sitting here you know fighting I mean? for my life and <laughs> that's what i mean just like you know like, i'm like you are not in the same category yeah i'm like you just you know yeah, I like making jokes about it because I feel like it's a whole community that people don't make jokes about. Mostly because I don't think you're allowed to because they kind of have like bylaws and rules. And it's like I, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. Right. You could dance around them. Like, I don't know. Like, I think Tim Dillon's sober. I don't think like oh, I he feel like, like they're at it a little bit, but I don't think he like talks about it. But like no, he talks talk, about it. He's talked about it in uh, about like I don't think he does meetings or anything. He used to. Yeah, because I heard him talk about it in podcast and like. His experience is like kind of my experience where you just find the right ones with like real ass people. Yeah. And it's not these like spiritually born again yes. people. And you just meet the most insane fucking people. A lot of which have been on this podcast. They're just insane people. And yeah. I'm just like, you're not a real person. Yeah. I think there's a handful at like that he started with. Like his whole crew seems to all kind of be real sober. Now, yeah. You know, real sober. Like real people, like not bullshit spiritual. I'm just taking a cleanse yeah yeah i always like to say i have one foot in the door of aa and one foot in the gutter still you know what i mean <laughs> i guess because like, my brain still functions that yeah way to just that's, all, that's gonna be the case for bag stuff dude. yeah seeing the angles like if anything i'm probably a con man at the end of the day not that i would ever con anybody now but i'm just like it's just in there yeah well, there's always something quick in there and i'm just like i could do this right now you know what I mean? <laughs> well that's that's reassuring yeah i'm always scheming dude yeah. but i never act on it dude i think that's the big difference yeah i mean yeah. totally dude that that's... And there's still a lot of self-loathing and hatred which that takes time to yeah but you, even you know that i feel like that's you know everybody now just with yeah even if you're not sober well, I think that's the big awakening of the world. It's yeah. like, like everyone has shit going on. Like, yeah, my God, man. Everybody's, you know, social media comparing themselves. All We all hate ourselves. Yeah. I'll do it every once in a while, but then I'm just like, you know, I just wonder a lot, you know? Yeah. You know, after my dad died, I definitely give less of a fuck. Yeah. I just don't. Tragedy puts stuff in perspective. You're yeah. just like, uh, well, this isn't really that important. Yeah, exactly, dude. Where I'm like, we're all going to die one day. Uh, it could happen any minute. Who gives a fuck, dude? Yeah. Who gives a shit? 
that's why like i talk about it a lot on here about preconceived notions about people like i try to just put them some people like it's just like there's very few people who i'm just like i don't really you know there's something off with that person and i'm just not gonna try you know what i mean yeah but most of the time i'm just proven wrong if i do have one so if like at any point in my life i was like i don't fuck with that person it's probably just my shit at the end of the day a lot of times i do the same thing too yeah. but sometimes when you just when you catch a feeling about somebody going into it and you just feel like the, the more you feel like somebody's trying to get something yeah. out of like and that's why i feel like there is something freeing about just not giving a shit because you don't want something from people like i don't you know i don't care yeah. anymore i don't you know but like, when the people are really when you're talking to them you just feel like i'm like i can't pinpoint it but you're after something yeah. and i don't trust you because of yeah. that that bothers how me how many times have i weirded you out just randomly hitting you up like good job tonight or you're killing it no because that's not like you don't want anything from that you're just you know no, yeah i know but i but feel you know like what that I mean? like, like catches people off guard and what we do because they're just like yeah. i have no reason to reach out to you other than just be like hey man i'm happy for you and you deserve it yeah but you know that that's what i mean like you can sniff out people like i get a feeling and yeah. i i don't get that with with you like certain people you sniff out if they say that's you you're like what do you want yeah you know like because you've also been through some shit where i'm like i know you don't give a fuck you know yeah and it's a lot of like i just want to see people do good and yeah, that's the truth i, I feel the same so way I let people know i'm like hey man listen i'm happy for you and it's uh, even if there was an ulterior motive, like I'm not asking for shit because clearly it's not working. Like I still don't get shit. So I'm just right. like, I'm like, I'm just going to do my thing. <laughs> yeah. If anything, I get more people like with, especially with this, they're like just random people who I like rarely talk to. They're like waiting to come on. I'm like, well, that's not how this works. Right. So, right. But it I, was funny after Novak did it because he's like a bigger known name. Yeah. People know who the fuck he is, you know? And I yeah. have like people like just hit me up there like I'm ready whenever. And I'm like, all right, did I ever hit you up about doing right, this? Which, right. And some of the people it's like i'm not even opposed to having you on but i'm yeah. just like listen this is not how it works dude there's a fucking backed up schedule yeah like this is already into june yeah you know what i mean that I does bother me dude people. like when i was doing a pod for a little bit um i i would have so many people like friends who were like yeah dude let me know man would love to come on or so it would be two things people that i was trying to get that uh they would go yeah anytime let me know mm -hmm. and i always well, I am somebody that uh, if I say I'm going to do something, I'll fucking do it. Yeah. And so I'll always follow through just to give people the opportunity to go, let me see if they fucking back out because that shit bothers me so much. Yeah. So a lot of times the people that would say like, yeah, man, like that I wanted to get and they would be like, yeah, and of course, anytime I would go, okay, here's a date and like, let, let's do it. And then they never follow through or it's people who are... Uh, constantly talking about it and they're like yeah man like yeah. i want to do this i got this idea for a project even if i'm not 100 percent sold on it every single time i swear to god i'll go yeah yeah like i love it let's do it because yeah. i just want to see if they'll follow through with because i'm like oh do you want me to do it yeah. like this is your idea you run with it and whatever you want me to be a part of it i'll do it but like i just want to see if they'll follow through and then if they do and i really don't like it then i'll have more of a discussion where i'm like actually i don't feel it. but like it never yeah. even gets to that point people exactly. never follow through ah, no one has followed through mm -hmm. so when it comes to other people having podcasts we know a couple people with podcasts like i always tell them yeah like absolutely you just let me know when i'm not going to pressure you into it. i do I, that too not, like Honestly, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. Because I'm love like, to I know you're not going to hit me up. Yeah. yeah, I would love to do it for you, but I'm not fucking losing sleep over like, when are they going to ask me? Yeah, I really yeah. don't care. Yeah. Um, I do feel bad because I try to stay available for all things. Cody Wright hit me up over the weekend, yeah, yeah. like last minute on Saturday. He's like, you want to do a show? And I was like, tonight? And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it for you. And then he's like, all right, it's at midnight in Schuylkill County, which is like two hours away. And I was like, 
buddy, I'm not doing that. I'm well, sorry. That's I love odd you. Request. Yeah. Which I didn't love feel Cody. that bad. I love awesome. Cody too. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, Wild I was like, man. I'm not driving. I, I don't like being like a late night person. Yeah. Until I'm at like the level of like I'm opening someone or headlining and yeah. this is my job, then I'll do it. That, that's how I do. <laughs> we're very similar in that way where I feel like we're in and out. Yeah. Like I'll come in. I want to do my set. And I'll chit chat for a little bit, but I'm like, I'm not trying to. I don't know. Sometimes I will, but yeah. I don't hang times, out. Like I've done much. shows like with people and they're like, oh, you want to come with us? We're all going to get drinks after. And I'm like, yeah, yeah like, I don't want to watch you get drunk. Yeah. It's also, nothing against you people. I just don't really want to watch you get drunk. I really don't care. And I'll, I'm also, I'm like, I, I just got shit to do. Like, I, you yeah. know, my, my girlfriend's back at home. Like, I, I sound like such a queef. You got good excuses. I'm like, I really just want to play Super Smash Brothers. That's guys. a great excuse, yeah, dude. They're playing right Let's now. Be real. I watch them through the mirror. And then I want to get, do you play a lot of video games? Just the Switch, mostly Super Smash. Because I, I kind of don't play. Like I used to play like Xbox and stuff like yeah. that. And all my boys are on, like playing live and stuff. And yeah. in the quarantine, like I don't see anybody anymore. And I'm like, I kind of want to get a system again, just mm. for the social aspect. It was the of best it. thing I did in the quarantine. Because really? growing up, I had like every system. Because me and my two older brothers were all like video game nerds, anime nerds, comic nerds. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm kind of miss having them. But I would play Super so Smash fun. Brothers at Marks all the time, and I'm pretty good. I'm yeah. Not amazing. Who's your character? Banjo and Kazooie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Didn't know you were that kind of guy. Yeah, I'm that kind of guy. Well, Listen, I'm a, I'm it's a, funny a, you're making a joke of it, but like people like do. People fucking, have, yeah. People like I do pick have Kirby opinions. and people are like, oh, you're a Kirby guy? Mark's using Kirby right yeah. now. That's his guy. It's like a cheat, right? Uh, kind of. He's just not that. Because I stunk. Bad, that's why I would but pick he's him. not good, but he's not great. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I would pick him and Fox. Yeah, they're both very Fox good. Fox used to be real good, really. Like good. on N sixty four. I like that you're engaging in this because I bring up Super Smash Brothers at least like once a week on this, and people are like, "I don't know what the fuck you're." It's talking It's a timeless about. game, dude. Like even when I was in college, we weren't playing Xbox and PS two. Like which you know we were yeah, past the three sixty. It was N sixty four, dude. Uh, Super Smash, the original, or Mario Kart original. Yeah. Like that's all we would play. It was the best. Yeah. Well, I got the Switch in the beginning of the quarantine. It was the best shit I ever did. Yeah. Yeah. My my uh, friend has a Switch, and I played it a little bit, and that's what kind of made me think, like, oh, man, maybe I yeah. should. Maybe well, I just like just... the excitement of Super Smash Brothers because, like, they do the downloadable content, and there's still two characters yet oh, to be right. announced. So, like, I love the theory building, and yeah. like, it's going to be this person. Yeah, yeah. Especially since they can get from, like, third parties like Sony or Xbox and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I'm anticipating there's two characters left. Mm. I'm really hoping Crash Bandicoot's one of them. Oh, dude, I remember that yeah. game back and, in the, the PS1 and, days. And they're also saying maybe it's going to be... I feel like the top going theories are Crash Bandicoot and uh, Master Chief from Halo. Whoa. Which would be cool. Dude, w Halo 1. That That's another Great timeless game, game where like... Yeah. Even, I mean, some of the ones after that were really good, but Halo 1 was something about it, yeah. dude, where it was, like, simple enough. It was yeah. kind of like GoldenEye. Yeah, first-person shooter. Yeah, it was fucking awesome, GoldenEye dude. was timeless, though, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, Like, hey, dude, I would love to get my hands on an original Xbox and play Halo 1 version. Yeah. It was awesome. I think they re-released it. Did Maybe, they? Yeah, they probably re-released it. I would do, it. me and my boys, like, back in grade school, dude, we, we, I remember this was at the time where you would get separate TVs so you could play split-screen. Like, yeah. Could, like, Oh, it was did. awesome. It was yeah. the best. Nah, but the Switch was my favorite. I've always been a big Nintendo guy, so it was like my yeah. first purchase during like when we first shut down. And then oh, I just yeah. been playing more and more lately. Yeah. And now that I got the puppy, it's like just an excuse to stay home and play. Pokemon yeah. Snap just came up. Now, Ooh. Which it's I'm debating because it's sixty dollars, and I'm like, uh, how many pictures of Pokemon can I take? 
Yeah, po- and feel good about spending sixty dollars to do it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, you can't feel great about yeah, it. You can't. You know, at our age, uh, Seamus Millar has it. I saw Does it on it? his Instagram story, and I was like, "Is it worth it?" And he said, "I'm having a blast." <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, I might get it then." Yeah, dude, I'm just dipping more and more into my child like self through this pandemic. Like, bring yeah, it back. Well, I just always enjoyed that stuff. I love yeah. being a nerd, dude. Deep yeah. down, even though I look like a tough guy with all these. Tattoos, what do you think's the biggest nerd. nerd shit about you? Mm, I like anime a lot. That's really nerdy, yeah. Do you, you fucking pop off to anime? I have. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to act What are we like, talking, dude? Dude, I popped off to a lot of things, dude. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, but last weekend I was in New York. I was at a show. What, what show? Why don't you hit me up, dude? It was a hardcore show. Did you really want to go? No, no, no I, w- I wouldn't have gone, yeah. Yeah. Because I got there and it's like I fucking like the bands that were playing and I, I would stick immediately out so, wanted to leave. Yeah. I don't know. It was at Tompkins Square Park. I don't okay. think you would have stuck out that much. All right. All right. Cool. I like uh, to feel cool. But it was packed. There was like 3,000 people there. And now the internet's like going because hardcore is like very like anti-establishment, but we're really cool, but we're <laughs> yeah. liberal, but we're not yeah. liberal. You know, it's very weird. It's a yeah. lot of contradicting things. It's weird that even so a lot hardcore of people is are like, like offended. They're like, how dare you have a show? And it's like, dude, no one cares. Since when is hardcore into politics? Like hardcore Fans shouldn't be voting. All right, that's bullshit. It's not how you yeah. guys start it. See, you get it, dude. Yeah, Probably more dude. than people who listen to hardcore. Yeah, dude. but uh, nah, this band Madball played. Uh, very big hardcore band. Fuck and yeah, the shit. But love uh, Madball. Yeah, I love them too. They're <laughs> scary dudes. Um, very nice dudes, but you know. Yeah. But uh, and this band Wisdom and Chains. Their lead singer Joe was on here two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. So they both played. And uh, do you know, like, because you have a lot of friends in the music industry do you just know them through that or like do you just hit them up and i get just them on people like weirdly yeah so like joe the dude the singer from wisdom and chains i do like i'm not a big hardcore fan i yeah. go to a lot of hardcore shows because all my buddies are into it yeah i have been in bands so i go a lot wisdom and chains is one of the few that i like really enjoy them and Mayball, you know what i mean so that Yo, was a no-brainer who, to go to new york who's the rapper that you had on where you you white re- guy yeah, you reposted one of his videos of him like freestyle. It looked like maybe in where you shot your specials. Fuck, yeah, it was Corey, awesome, dude. Corey Biz, who is Mighty. that guy? Biz Mighty, dude. Corey. I, I fucking he was I, on this, was he? Yeah, watch his episode. He talks about his dick for forty five minutes. Really? Yeah, we talking uh, big or no? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. He, talk, he talks fucking really. Yeah, he talks well, about hard it. game or soft game. Uh, I don't think it matters, dude. I can call him right now. Yeah. And ask him about his dick. We got some time left. I'll do it towards the end. All right, uh, cool. But Mark questions. over there actually does a rap project. Really? With him called Dumb Ugly. So Mark makes the beats, Corey raps. Dude, I love those music videos. But I was a fan of that dude before I met him. Like, yeah. just like kind of like a local legend. That's pretty cool. And he's kind of like notorious, like pisses people off because he just says like outrageous things. And he's like, if you, vac- if you believe in vaccinations, you're... A piece of shit and i'm just like all right you know i don't get behind him on everything but that's my boy you know yeah, and i he, like he does it more for the argument he's a goddamn like, entertainer dude he is an entertainer dude love he it. likes pro wrestling and he likes rapping dude so it just you mix that together love everything about that dude yeah so that's how actually like all this even came so mark's a rapper uh-huh. and was a rapper he just does beats now but back in the day he wanted someone to shoot a music video he met davron him and davron been friends for like how long you guys been friends for? Like 12 years, maybe? Longer? Uh, about that, maybe. About 12. What a weird way we all got connected. Then I met Davron. Yeah. Mark opened up a vape shop. That's how I met Mark, because I was vaping for a little bit. 
and he had tattoos and I had tattoos and I was like and I was like you fuck with the movie life which is a band and he's like yeah I like the movie life and I was like are we best friends now it was that gay and I was like I was like yeah so I all you want to talk about gay I auditioned for Davron that's how we met yeah that's great though dude and you guys made the night they knocked yeah great film great flick um so I met Davron was working at the vape shop too and that's like when I met Davron interesting so Davron does all their music videos yeah yeah which are like just cinematic mini like their first yeah. video is like a cinematic little mini movie it's 12 minutes long it's yeah only four minutes yeah dude he he uh ama- he amazed me with uh like when i first started working with him and sean because i hadn't done anything with film and when i saw that these guys actually knew how to make something look like a real movie i was blown away yeah yeah it was pretty cool I think people are always shocked. You probably knew before everyone because you used to do a podcast here, but people like think this is a studio. Yeah. And every time people get here, they're like, oh, I thought it was a lot bigger. Yeah. I. But like, I don't know. Maybe it's because we watch a lot of, at least I assume you do. I watch a lot of podcasts too. Yeah, but, but I I'm know like, they're in a tiny ass fucking studio. Yeah. Too. That, I'm just that, like, I'm like, they're not in a big room at yeah, all. Yeah. I, I feel like you can kind of tell, but I, yeah, but I guess the way you frame it and stuff, like it yeah. looks very much like a legitimate. Think about the lighting here. Yeah. Ron's a big lighting guy. I do. I think that makes it. Yeah. Like I, I didn't realize how important that stuff was. And as I'm trying to get a couple things off the ground and I realized I'm like, I really want to do it, you know, yeah. do it like this. Well, I'm a person who's very needy and like just hates themselves. So I need like self reassurance. And every time I ask like Davron, I'm like, I'm like, what did you think about like, He's like I didn't couple watch episodes? It. He said the lighting has just gotten progressively better. And I'm like, all right, we're yeah, doing it. Let's man. go. <laughs> yeah. You're like anything about myself. He's the lighting's good. Yeah. The lighting's <laughs> great, dude. And I'm like, all right, you're doing yeah. your job then, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Long okay. story short, that's the rapper, Biz Mighty. He's very talented. Dude, yeah. Some of the freestyles that I saw, I guess you posted maybe on your story or something. I was like, because you don't see, uh, or at least I don't see a lot of like old school, just fucking free form freestyles yeah. like that anymore. Like it's a lot of like mumble rap. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, I'm not hip with what the kids are listening to these days. But on I feel your like- ride home, you should listen to their stuff because it's like a good, not that I'm a, I do not like mumble rap at all. I'm no. very 90s boom bap hip hop type That's of dude. That's the shit that I like. But uh, just the what they I did like. was so different and it's just so good. And I wouldn't say that there's like parts of mumble rap, but it like kind of a satire of it at some points and you're just like, oh shit. Yeah. But it's just so dope that it's just like, oh man. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I like things that are like stripped down beats, just, you know, a good ass rapper, you know, yeah. throwing some lyrics over top. Well, their of beats it. are crazy. They're like sonically, it's just like, what, who would even think to do this stuff? Yeah, but you know, I would like with like the auto tune yeah. and like, you know, I mean, some of that could be cool too, but I'm just like, I don't know. Very 90s hip hop yeah. is like my. You would never think that guy's like a beat magician the way he was. Yeah, I feel like he looks, he looks like he could be in some torture rap. earlier. And he yeah. was like, guys, I swear, I know what I'm doing with <laughs> stuff. You looks, know what I mean? Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Dude, we are towards the end, dude, and it just flew by. And yeah. I was happy to finally have you on here. My water bottle was It's great to just talk time. to people again in person. I know. It's my yeah. favorite part to just talk to someone that I care about. And Yeah, man. You know, yeah. I got to get Dame Madden on. I was thinking about that. When you we don't were have to get that piece yeah. of shit on. When we were talking about people who were just like, yeah, I'll just say yes to people. And it's like, it's one of those things who I've fucking been meaning to have Dan on and yeah, just hasn't yeah. lined up yet. Yeah, I'm going to get him on, but it's just like, yeah, I'm I sure feel he bad that I had all these people on before you. It's not like I'm ranking you in the system. It's just one. No, he's ranked up. last and he's yeah, going to be busy. Really if he can fit you in with his woodworking schedule. I expect him to build me a new fucking Ikea set I, for I, the fucking podcast. He just, he dude, he just put him. up like a bar or something. It actually looks awesome. I'm yeah. like pretty jealous, actually. I'm like, I just want to sit and talk with Joe White and learn how to woodwork with Dan. Yeah, that's all we want. Yeah. Dude. It's just <laughs> tough to get up with people. So I'm, 
fucking thrilled that you came out to do this. I love doing this just because I get to see. This is great, man. People who and some of the people that come on this, like I don't even know that well, but I just like know of them, and I'm like, yeah. you want to come on and do this? They're like, fuck yeah. Well, dude, I feel like it's a great opportunity to actually sit down and have a long form conversation with somebody. Like, it's obviously, you know, I've talked to you. I mean, so many times, but we've never sat down and talked one on one this long. Yeah. You know? And this is the beauty. Like, if anybody's ever curious of what Philadelphia is like, greater Northeast Philadelphia, you just put this podcast on and you just get the idea. And it's like, wow, these people are scum. Hell yeah. If you want to learn about bad tattoos, crack, yeah. uh, small penises, I mean, yeah. this you, is the place to go. You've come to the Thanks for Sharing podcast. Thanks for sharing. Hey, love you, buddy. Love you too.